Hey there, welcome to I Can, I Am, I Will, the podcast designed to motivate and encourage you so you can build your confidence and get empowered. Today, I'm going to talk about a movie that I was watching and how I noticed something in the movie that is something that is commonly accepted in society, but is actually something that limits us. I'm going to call it out so you can get an example of how something that limits you can just be skirting on by and you might not even realizing it because it's just been so natural and normally accepted, even though it's not normal and it's not healthy, especially not for our empowerment and for us to build confidence. For those of you who are new, my name is Lindsay. With this podcast, we talk about concepts and topics that are going to help you build your confidence, get empowered, and do the things that you would love to do. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. You can find articles, transcripts, contact me, and support the podcast at canmwill.com. The movie I'm going to talk about today is called 17 Again. It was on Netflix. I was bored. Couldn't find anything else. Just threw it on. It was in the background. I didn't really appreciate the movie. Maybe other people will love it. Um, and the storyline is that a family man, like a middle-aged family man who's going through a divorce, goes through like a time warp, or not like a time warp, but like some kind of warp, and he ends up being 17 again. Hence the title of the movie. He goes to college, or I'm sorry, he goes to high school, back to high school, and now he's in high school with his children, his son and his daughter. His daughter's name is Maggie, and she is dating a guy. I can't remember his name at all. We'll call him Joe. Maggie is dating this guy, Joe. Joe is like the bad boy. And Joe wants to have sex with Maggie, but she's not ready to have sex with him. So she says no. Then Joe breaks up with her. The father, who is 17 again, Mike, comes along and consoles Maggie. And he says, don't worry, you're going to find someone who's great for you. And Maggie is crying and she's like, why doesn't he like me? Why doesn't he like me? And Mike is like, don't worry about it. You'll find someone better than Joe. I feel like watching this to the naked eye, it seems like, wow, like what a nice moment between father and daughter, even though he's like 17, whatever. Huh. What a nice moment be between father and daughter and how wonderful and he's consoling her and how sweet and oh, what a shame for her and she'll find someone great one day. High school's rough. I feel like that is like the first initial response. But that actually is not a good response is not an empowered response and it's not something that's going to help her with her confidence. It's great that he validated her emotions and it's great that he had compassion. I love that. But everything else is not, not good. This all stems back to what we talked about in the episode uh, that I called, It's Not Them, It's You, when I talked about focusing on yourself. And when you focus on yourself, then you build your self-empowerment and you build your confidence. And then you can build stronger connections with other people because it will work its way outward. But first you have to have that internally before you can work it outward. 
ideally what this father, this Mike character would have said is, I'm proud of you, Maggie. This is what I would say to her anyway. I'm proud of you, Maggie. There's a lot of pressure in high school. There's a lot of pressure, especially around sex, especially in the environment that we are living in where people are obsessed with sex because we see it in marketing and all over the place, but then also made to feel guilty for the fact that we're a sexual creature. So first of all, I commend you, Maggie, for deciding that you do not want to have sex and then adhering to those boundaries. I commend you for doing that in the first place. And I commend you for doing it in this difficult environment. I commend you for not succumbing to peer pressure. You are so strong. You are so empowered. I am in shock and awe. Especially that guy Joe was like the popular kid. So it might hurt her social standing a little bit. And she still stuck to her guns, respected herself. Like I would honestly, I would just be in complete shock. Like, wow, like you are amazing. You are an amazing person. And you did something incredible. And you are, I can't even imagine what else you're going to do with your life. (laughs) If this is what you're doing now in high school, damn, good for you. That's what I would say to Maggie. Do you see the difference there? Instead of telling her, oh, you'll find someone great. And if she's like, why didn't he like me? I'd be like, fuck that dude. You caught a red flag. And then you threw him away. It wasn't that he didn't like you. It was that you had self-love and you repelled him. (laughs) You were doing what self-love is supposed to be doing. You elevated yourself to such a high level that he was repelled. He couldn't keep up. It's not that he rejected you. It's not that he didn't like you or want you. It's that he couldn't have you and he knew that. And she goes, but it seems like he doesn't. No, 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 sweetheart. It's not that he didn't like you. It's he couldn't, he couldn't even handle you. Even if he tried, but he can't even have the opportunity. He was lucky to even be in your presence to begin with. And do you see the difference there? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that was like really intense, but do you see the difference there? Minus the intensity. If like, we just like talked to sweet Maggie <laughs> and told her like, you know, you're not on his level. You're at a higher level than him. And you have such a high regard for yourself. That kid would do nothing but drag you down. Thank you so much for not having sex with him. (laughs) You might have gotten a friend for life. Like we don't know even what would happen. Like Maggie, you're making such good life choices. I'm so proud of you. Yes. Like this is what we should be doing. We should be supporting other people who are making these strong life choices and these tough decisions in difficult times, even when they're making them in easy times, even if it's not even that difficult of a decision, but people that are making decisions that are attributing to their self-love, attributing to their boundaries, attributing to their empowerment and their confidence. This is what we need to be doing, not sitting there and hugging them and saying, oh, you'll find someone better. You already found someone amazing within yourself. Oh, that was really loud. (laughs) (laughs) but she did. She already found someone amazing within herself. She does not need to find anyone. She does not need to look anywhere. She just needs to focus on continually doing the great work that she is doing. And then the other person will come along because she will attract that great person. 
And we're just going to say that she attracted Joe just because she was on like a down vibe. And then he got ditched because he couldn't keep up. There's a big difference there. That's why I'm telling you. Wait, how did I word it? Let me see. I want to I want to stay consistent. It's not them. It's you. Choose you. Tell yourself, I choose me. Choose yourself. If you want to do something, if you want to change careers, if you want to wear a funky looking outfit, do it. And if someone says, what will other people think? Say, I can't control what other people think. If someone wants you to do something that is outside of your boundaries and you looked at it objectively and you acknowledge that you were not being too rigid and that you had a clear established boundary that was not unrealistic, then you can say, no, thank you. And then instead of thinking, why don't they respect me or why don't they want to be with me? You can acknowledge, I put up this boundary for a reason. It's not too much to ask. And they are incapable of getting to that level. I need to find someone who is capable and that person is out there. Good people find good people. A lot of times we watch movies and TV and they make it seem as if like there are bad people ever there everywhere and like people are just out to manipulate you and treat you bad. That is not true. They're fucking with your perception and your mind. Good people find good people. And I'm going to tell you right now that I am whoo God. Years ago I would not have said that and I would not have believed it. I can't believe I even just said it and it just came out and felt so natural because previously I was in a very negative place where I didn't think that that was true, but now I know that it's true. I have evidence, yo. (laughs) Choose yourself and think about that. Think about the difference in the consoling that Mike in the movie gave and the consoling that I would give and how that's different and how that, I mean, it's a fictional character. I feel we're talking about them like they're actual people, but how Maggie's life would be different if she had my influence versus her, this Mike guy's influence and how that would positively impact her life instead of leaving, thinking that she needs to go find someone else because Mike is telling her she'll go find someone else. She ends up trying to hook up with Mike who is actually her dad, which is kind of gross. Instead of doing that, She would leave there feeling empowered and feeling in charge and feeling pride in who she is and how she acted and feeling that that deep sense of self-worth and love. We have not gotten that. We have been put on the wrong track and we've been told that we need to focus on other people when really when we focus on ourselves and doing the best that we can, then everything is going to spread outwardly. With that, we're going to end with our eye-affirming statements. You can say them with me. You do not have to. You can do whatever makes you feel confident and comfortable. Are you ready? I can. I am. I will. Have a great day.